This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the January 12th, 2023 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. I received the 2022 summary of my podcast that started April 5th. 165 episodes were published, and at least one episode has been listened to in 23 countries and by my count, six of the seven continents. I reached out to a scientist in Antarctica and hope I can cross Antarctica off my list soon. Thanks for listening, but let's keep going for today. Quick hitters. A second batch of documents have been found at a different office used by Biden between his time as vice president and president. I believe classified documents were included. If charged with a crime, I think Biden has an ironclad senility defense. MSNBC has a picture of Republican Jim Jordan, and the title is, The GOP's Alarming Revenge Plan is Real and the Consequences are Just Beginning. I think the mission of the investigating committee is to look at governmental overreach. And hey, they may get partisan. But if an alleged news organization thinks that looking at government overreach is a revenge plan, then I think it says a lot about the alleged news organization. I wonder how much the state of California's population has grown in 40 years. I ask that because they have not built a new dam in 40 years. A researcher found that connections with people help to prevent depression, and one of the best antidotes to depression is to help others. Gas stoves are in the crosshairs of our government, and at least one United States Consumer Product Safety Commissioner wants to ban them. Several senators wrote a letter encouraging this. Notice, government is creeping further and further into our lives. Do you like it? Moving on. I rise today to reluctantly defend Pete Buttigieg. I think I did that a few weeks ago as well. Airplane flights were canceled because the FAA had a computer problem and evidently they have known for years that this computer system needed to be fixed. Having lived through a few computer changes at major companies, I will say updating computers sounds good, but the results can be ugly. Sticking with this issue, though, Buttigieg has been on the job for a year and a half. If he is to blame, so are the secretaries of transportation from the Trump administration and the Obama administration. The system probably needed to be upgraded 10 years ago. Buttigieg lost the game of mu musical chairs as the poop hit the fan on his watch. But the poop had been flying around for a while. Yes, give Pete some grief, he dishes it out. But I don't like the random and partisan way we affix blame. Pete, FYI, next time I'm not going to rise to defend you. Linked is a TED Talk by Stephen Levitt from about 15 years ago. Stephen was a co-author of Freakonomics, which I found to be a fascinating book where statistics were used to study facets of our lives. Anyway, this TED Talk is about how car seats are not any safer than seat belts for children over the age of two. Whoa, be careful, Jeff. He took data from the government and argues car seats offer no benefits over seat belts to kids over two. Maybe a bit safer in front-end collisions, but less safe if the collision comes from another direction. He says that makes sense because car seats are tested and therefore optimized for front-end collisions. The author said his results were not well received. Parents were not happy, the government was not happy, and the car seat manufacturers were not happy. 
Crash testing companies did not want to work with him on testing dummies with car seats versus dummies with seatbelts. One did, but only anonymously. The results were quite similar. Car seats existed for children under two, but why did the government extend the requirement to kids over two? You would think there was data. According to the author, not so much. A mother of a two-year-old had a car accident and her child, only in a seatbelt, died. She lobbied the, for the government to require car seats. I believe there were other anecdotal examples, but per the author, no real data. And if you are a parent and your child died but was in a car seat, you probably feel that you did all you could. Maybe you shouldn't have been drinking or speeding, but let's not go there. If your child was not in a car seat, you would have felt awful. That experience or the comparison does not make a case for car seats, though. This TED Talk was 15 years ago. I don't know if the author's car seat argument has been countered. I saw one post that tried by saying over a period of 20 years, child deaths went down, so that showed car seats work. I wonder if it shows cars got bigger, or crumple zones got better, or engines were designed to fall below the passenger car compartment, or there was less drinking and driving. In 30 minutes of searching, I never found data showing car seats work. You would think if it was a slam dunk that car seats work that I could find something. Nope. I bet some of you are pissed reading this. Juggling around those car seats that are difficult to install. Cumbersome and annoying. Fine if it saves your kid's life, though. In listening to the TED Talk, I get pissed for other reasons. Maybe as a metaphor for our government and, yes, for our betters, telling me what to do. You would think that when they decide to make a decree, they would have some facts. And I could not help myself. This TED Talk made me think of masks. If you were going to make people wear masks, shame them, yell at them, you would think there would be facts to back up mask efficacy. But if parents have been schlepping car seats around for decades with no advantage to children over the age of two, why should we expect better from the NIH during a pandemic? And remember from the beginning of this podcast, the government is thinking of banning gas stoves. I bet right now a lot of you are thinking, Jeff, what you were saying about car seats just can't be right. And maybe you were right. But when the author went to the testing site and had professionals install a quality car seat and strap in a dummy, the results was in the 400s on some scale where you need below a 1,000 for a car seat to pass. 400s was, was a great because, remember, you need to be below 1,000. What was the result for a dummy in a seatbelt but no car seat? 500. And this was for front-end crashes, which the car seats were optimized for. I'm not suggesting you rush out and throw away your car seats. I would hate to be wrong. Though as I think about it, I am now part of the problem. With no evidence they work, I am fearful that they do and it impacts my behavior and what I say. I do think we need to demand more of those who want to impose on us. Show us the proof or shut up. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.